Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we are going through Proverbs chapter 1, verses 32 through 33. Yep, we are finishing up Proverbs chapter 1 today. And it's going to be talking a lot about, or the thing I took away from it, at least, is being at ease with doing hard things. So let me tell you what I mean by that, by jumping into the verses. Here we go. For the simple are killed by their turning away. And the complacency of fools destroys them. That's verse 32. Verse 33 is, But whoever listens to me will dwell secure and will be at ease without dread of disaster. So let me tell you what I got from these verses. The first one is really what resonated with me was the only thing that can destroy steel is its own rust. And it's talking about the fact that the simple are killed by their turning away. It's their own actions that is what really kills them. And the complacency of fools destroys them. It's their own character trait that really um, destroys them, right? And so here we have Al Tormozzi talks about character traits, skills, and beliefs being the things that hold us back. You can think of our skills as actions because we have skills to do certain things and those, um, those certain things lead to certain results, right? And so for the simple are killed by their turning away. They have a skill for turning away. They have a skill for not... Um, facing up to the truth, not doing what they need to do. And the complacency of fools, it's a character trait, really destroys them. It holds them back, right? And um, yeah, I just really want to talk about the fact that we destroy ourselves with the thoughts in our mind. And these like stick to us and stick to our reality. Like when I say stick to us, I mean like our identity. Um, is kind of like attached to these thoughts. And so we have thoughts and those thoughts don't really mean anything. Like people have intrusive thoughts that they don't identify with all the time. But then we have thoughts that we identify with. Like somebody calls us stupid, then we think, oh, are we stupid? And then we identify with being stupid. Whereas like if we have a thought about murdering somebody, we don't think we're a murderer, you know? And so it's just really important to make that distinction. And in addition to our thoughts getting in our way, the negative thoughts we have about ourselves, it's sticking to our own way, right? Like we turn away from wisdom's way and we turn to our own way and we turn towards our own complacency. And so that's the first thing I got from these verses. And the second thing I got from these verses was um, whoever listens to me, me being wisdom, will dwell secure and will be at ease without dread of disaster. So wisdom has talked about this a lot. Like if you go my way, life's going to be easy. Not necessarily easy, but easier than if you go your own way. You won't be led to ruin, basically. And not being led to ruin is easier than being led to ruin, if that makes sense. So when wisdom says this, what I see and what really stood out to me here that I didn't feel like was redundant was we'll dwell secure and we'll be at ease without dread of disaster. And listening to wisdom doesn't make things easy, but it puts you at ease. So the thing I got here was don't think things will be easy. 
And when I say that, I think of this quote that some entrepreneurs have told me, um, I can't remember which entrepreneur it was, but it was the fact that don't wish it was easier, wish you were better. And so we don't become, things don't become easier, we become more equipped to deal with hard things. I think that's what verse 33 really speaks to. As you gain wisdom, you will dwell secure and you will be at ease without dread of disaster. Not saying things will be easier and there'll be less chance of disaster, but you will dread disaster less and you will be at ease because you've grown in your wisdom. So those are the two like takeaways I had, the what is it for um, these verses and where has this shown up in my life? I would say I've been at ease about a process that will produce a result, even though that process may be hard. And that may look like podcasting. It may look like selling insurance. For example, my Bob Proctor, Alex Hormozzi statement is, I'm so happy and grateful now that I sell $60,000 in insurance per month because it allows me to pursue my dreams and goals. I know that I sell $200,000 worth of, or $60,000 worth of insurance per month because I make 200 cold calls a day and I shoot out 100 cold DMs per day. And so those things aren't exciting. That process isn't easy, but you can rest assured in that process because it will produce that result. And the beautiful thing is I can always increase my activity and I know those two activities will produce my result. And so if I'm getting feedback where my cold calling skill isn't there and so I'm not hitting my quotas, then I increase my volume. Or I can start thinking of new strategies, but first you always max out the volume. And so that's really what I want to talk about, a process that will produce a result. That process doesn't, isn't necessarily easy. Like it's hard to make 200 cold calls a day when on the 80th cold call you get cussed out, you know? But you still have 120 cold calls to make, you'll probably get cussed out two or three more times, but you might also protect two families. And if you protect two families, and that really helps them alleviate the financial burden that death would cause. And that's a beautiful thing, right? So looking forward to a process, being at ease about a process, even though the process isn't easy. I'd also say coaching people, working out, all that good stuff, like eating right. Coaching people, like being there for people when they are not there for themselves is really difficult and you have to draw the correct boundaries, but you have to be at ease about that process of like, eventually, if I keep asking the right questions, if I keep showing up, they're going to be hit with the right question at the right time and things will change for them. So that's where it's shown up in my life. And then I would say where I've kind of been that fool that I'm trying to look for the verse, where I've been that fool that was complacent or the simple that was killed by turning away. I would say anytime I spiraled down the rabbit hole, and this used to happen a lot to me when people would, um, when I first introduced Left With Love, which is my, um, I was gonna say nonprofit, but I think it's probably gonna be a for-profit now, my for-profit business that is going to raise the standard of living across the world to middle-class America. Um, when I used to introduce that idea to people, they would like, question and criticize and then I would go down the rabbit hole there and so limiting beliefs with entrepreneurship definitely sends me down the rabbit hole but also racism in the world of like who am I to be black and go into real estate who am I to be black and interact with the police this way who am I to be black and do this and do that and do this and do that so many limiting beliefs and so when I tell myself I can't pursue my dreams right now or that I'm not pursuing my dreams right now when I tell myself that I'm a victim because of race when I tell myself that the things people are saying about me are true, that's when I start to spiral down the rabbit hole and that's when I turn towards my own way. So I'm turning away from wisdom, 
wisdom which says, listen to the people who are ahead of you, listen to the people who have done it, listen to my voice. Instead, I turn away and I listen to the voice of others. And the voice of others, people who are not trying to do what I'm doing, people who are not further ahead than me, people who are kind of just projecting their own insecurities on me, I listen to those voices, start to spiral. And that's when I've turned away from wisdom. And becoming complacent, I would say with my pace, like telling myself I can't pursue my dreams right now, like, or that I'm not pursuing my dreams right now. That's the real thing. It's like, okay, my dreams are financial freedom for myself and my family and raising the standard of living to middle-class America across the world. Who's to say I'm not doing that right now by selling the insurance, building the insurance agency, and then having that agency be one of the for-profit businesses that fund the real estate, that fund getting homeless people into homes and getting them integrated back into society with jobs in the businesses that I run. Like if we can provide them a place of living for a good year, for a good two years, and get them to the point where they're healthy enough to work, and then we have jobs for them right off the bat. They've now built great relationships with people, built great habits with people, and now they're getting into great career opportunities with those same people. And I think that will um, be a really cool picture of community. So when I tell myself I can't do that stuff right now or that I'm not doing that stuff right now by learning the skills and putting in the work that I am putting in, it is, um, it's part of that negative rabbit hole. It's part of that complacency. It's part of the um, not realizing how fast I'm going or how big I'm going or the fact that it's okay, really. Um, and I think that complacency with that negativity is really what it is. So not complacency with my pace. I think I was wrong to say that, but complacency with the negativity around my pace. I think that's a little bit better. Yeah, I think it's a little bit more accurate too. So that's kind of where it's shown up in my life. And now where do I want it to show up in my life? In The Secret, it was said that if you only ever thought about what you wanted, or the creator of The Secret said this on a podcast, if you only ever thought about what you wanted, that's all you'd ever have. I would say that's kind of where I want it to show up. Like I find myself getting in that negative rabbit hole so much, it just takes your steam. So like if I'm making cold calls and I made 70 cold calls in an hour and a half, right? In that next hour, say that one cold call like was really negative, that 78th one, and I like have to stop and I have to regenerate and rejuvenate myself and I'm like, uh, trying to deal with my emotions and fix my negative thoughts and all that good stuff. If I spend like 30 minutes on that, that's like 20 cold calls, 30 cold calls I could have made. And those cold calls or warm calls is really what they are in the insurance industry would have really helped me protect more families and would have helped those families out. Like nobody's being helped by not my negativity if that makes sense. Not me, not the families, not the insurance companies, nobody. And so really just only ever thinking about what I want. And so how can you apply this to your life? I would say be at ease with the process and doing hard things. Alex Hormozzi talked about doing the boring work. I like to give these scripture interpretations a little entrepreneurial route. And I think doing the hard things and being at ease with the process of doing the hard things has direct parallels with entrepreneurship because you're going to have to do the boring work. Like I'm just gonna have to make 200 cold calls a day. I'm just going to have to send those 100 DMs a day. I'm just going to have to go on tens if not hundreds of appointments to get to my goal. Like I think I need to close something like 1200 um, clients is the goal. And yeah, that starts with just doing four a day. And that four a day comes from the 200 cold calls and that 100 DMs and setting appointments through referrals. So it's really just a 
looking for that goal for a day and being at ease with the process and doing hard things and being more satisfied with the process of, cause I have, I have like a goal in the back of my head that is, and this is where I guess where it's also shown up in my life. I have the monetary goal in the back of my head that is results driven and I have the process driven goal and the process driven goal is 200 cold calls a day, 100 DMs. If I do that, I am successful. But in my head, I want the result of that to be four closes every day, six days a week, which leads to 15,000 per week, which leads to 60,000 per month, right? That's what I have in the back of my head as a monetary result. Well, it really needs to be focused on the process because I need to be at ease and without dread of disaster. And I think that ease and security comes from dwelling on the process, not the result. Because the only way you can be at ease is kind of being in the present, doing what you're doing now. And that's process driven, not results driven. All right, so that's all we got for you guys today. That is Proverbs 1, 32 through 33. What I got from it, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for watching the show, not coming on. It's just me on the show right now. We will see you on the next one. And on that note, we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.